Chapter 17 of Eliza by Barry Payne. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nigel Boydell. Chapter 17 The 943. In the course of conversation on Saturday evening, it had transpired that Eliza had never been in St. Paul's Cathedral. Then, I said, you shall go there tomorrow morning. I will take you. I'm sure I'm agreeable, said Eliza. On the Sunday morning, one or two little things had happened to put me out. At breakfast, I had occasion to say that the eggs were stone cold, and Eliza contradicted me. It was very absurd of her, as I pointed out to her, what earthly motive could I have for saying that the egg was cold if it was not? What should I gain by it? Of course, she had no answer. That is, no reasonable answer. Then after breakfast, I broke my bootlace in two places. No, I was not angry. I hope I can keep my temper as well as most men. But I was in a state of mind bordering on the irritable. Eliza came downstairs, dressed for going out, asked me why I was not ready, and said we should miss the 9.43. Indeed, said I, and what precisely might you mean by the 9.43? I mean precisely the train which leaves here for the city at seventeen minutes to ten. One of your usual mistakes, I replied. The train is 9.53 and not 9.43. Have you a timetable? she said. No, because if you had a timetable, I could show you that you were wrong. Why, I know it's the 9.43. If I had a timetable, I could show you most certainly that it is the 9.53, not that you'd believe it even then. You're too obstinate, Eliza, too certain of yourself. Look here, I observed, after she had argued the point at some length. Let us come back to the original subject of discussion. Which of us travels most to and from London? That is the reasonable way to settle it. You do on weekdays, but you never go on Sundays, and the Sunday trains are different. I am fully aware of the difference. Every day I am thrown into constant contact with the timetables. Only last night I was looking at them at the station. As far as I know, my memory is not going. No more is mine. Really? A week ago I purchased and brought home six new collars. They are not marked. Why? Because you forgot them. At this very moment that I am speaking to you, I am wearing an unmarked collar. Yes, but I only forgot them one day. Then why did you not mark them on the other days? Because on the other days you forgot to bring home the marking ink. Mm, yes, I said. In a sense, that is true. I have my own business to attend to in the city without always thinking about marking ink. But what has that got to do with it? And why bring it in? We are not talking about marking ink, we are talking about trains. She said that I began it, and of course I pointed out to her that I had done nothing of the kind. We argued for some little time as to which of us had begun it, and then Eliza said in her spiteful way, We are not talking about which of us began it, we are talking about trains. It's very little use talking to you about trains. I know you're wrong. I would stake my life cheerfully that it is 9.53 and not 9.43. But you never own you're wrong. You're too obstinate for that. Of course I don't own I'm wrong, because I'm not wrong. That would be silly, she added reflectively. Even if it was 9.53, I shouldn't be wrong. 
All I said was that we should miss the 9.43. Well, if there is no 9.43, we cannot catch it. And what you don't catch, you miss. Absurd nonsense. If you do not catch scarlet fever, you do not say that you miss it. She replied, We are not talking about scarlet fever. We are talking about trains. Bah! I exclaimed. I should have added more, but at this moment the clock on the dining room mantelpiece struck ten. End of chapter 17